You are now listening to Halos in the Infield, an Angels baseball exclusive podcast. Hey, 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 welcome into Halos in the Infield podcast. It's a special um, from the farm podcast. And this is your host, Todd Fox, along with another one of the hosts of the show. My name is Chase. I don't know what else you want me to say. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting him on the spot, but dude is a professional, even though he appears to not be or he just plays like he's not. He knows what he's talking about, and that's why we have him on. And he did a little minor league assignment for us. And where did you go? Uh, I went to the Salt Lake Bees game on the 19th uh, this month, and they played the River Cats. Oh, hell yeah. That was a nice little uh, – and how was the stadium, by the way? How would you like it? Oh, the stadium's nice. Uh, Sutter Health Park here in Sacramento. I'm a Sacramento native. I've lived here my whole life. Um, yeah, it's a nice ballpark. Uh, don't have much else to say. It's your run-of-the-mill minor league ballpark. Oh, okay, because usually they do have some attractions, whether it's like, you know, uh, freaking carnival in the, in the center field or something like that, <laughs> or hot tub seating. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, their attraction is having the uh, locker room in left center field. Oh, wow. What's the attraction? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, with that being said, uh, let's get into it. Um, what are your assessments or what stick stuck out to you uh, right away off the bat? First first, uh, first impressions. Of these public- well, the big question that everybody's been asking is, is Adele ready? So in my opinion, I say no right now. So in the game, he went 0 for 5 with three strikeouts. Thanks, a hat trick. Yeah. So... It, di- it didn't look the best. Um, what I did notice uh, that I, was a big point for me, he doesn't make a whole lot of contact as in, like, foul balls, stuff like that. He's not even, like, grazing the ball. He takes big cuts and big misses, and that just that just doesn't do it for me. Like, I went to the Diamondbacks-Angels game, and you see a guy like Stassi up there. He's hacking at some of them, and he's actually fouling off these balls. He's got the contact down, but Adele doesn't have that yet. And, but granted... When he does put it in play, he puts it in play pretty hard. So I do have to say that for him. Now, have, did you notice any changes? Because that's the, that's the thing that's been going around. People have been saying they kind of notice a change in his swing from this year to last year. Do you, do you pick up on that as well, like a different launch angle or swing? Not so much launch angle. I would say more his load. His load is a little bit more compact. If you remember last year, he had this big old like Jared Walsh leg kick that yeah. he couldn't quite time it. He would always get his foot down super late. And you saw him toying with a uh, kind of a toe tap earlier on in this minor league season. But now he's got a more controlled leg kick, a little bit lower. Uh, I like it a lot more because he's getting that foot down real early. Okay, that's good. That's good, but... You know what? I'm I'm with you on that. Um, if he's not taking too many pitches and he's and he's not fouling off pitches, you know, it, you know, shortening up his swing, trying to put the ball in play, that to me is troubling, and that to me is why, and probably you you feel the same way. They haven't entertained him even coming up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with that being said, talking about Adele, let me switch over before I get your first impressions on the team aspect. I, I got ahead of myself. Sorry about that. But Brandon Marsh um, he's, is one of these guys that they just assume is going to come up at the same time as Adele. You know, they're going to be brothers through the minor leagues and brothers in the majors. Do you see him when you saw him the other day or was he even in the lineup? But, I mean, if he, was he in the lineup? No, nah, he's hurt right now from what I remember. Okay. But I did see him in spring, so I do have that. 
when you saw him in spring, I know he had a terrific spring, but is he the type of player that you would say, judging by what you just saw with Adele, you think he's ahead of him? Like as far as like, because you don't necessarily need to have hit a bunch of homers coming out of the minors, but if you're making contact, hitting the ball to the gaps, getting on base, do you think his game is going to make it up before Adele? Yeah, that's what I was thinking during spring training. Uh, when I saw him, he's lightning quick. Uh, he's got good contact the whole way through, and his glove's a whole lot better. Mm. Okay, because yeah, because he could play what right and left field right now. Oh, he can play anywhere in the outfield he wants. Okay, okay. So yeah, that was my my question to you because I didn't even know he was hurt. But um, see, that's why we have our farm specialist right here. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean that's a, that's the thing. I think a lot of Angel fans are getting like uh, until the offense is picked up recently. They were just starving for these two guys to make it up. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I can't see Adele being called up if he's still whiffing so bad. I mean, 0 for 5s with three strikeouts is not completely sexy. You know what I mean? If, <laughs> if he was 0 for 3 and, you know, he had a, a you know a, a sacrifice fly, you know, and then he had fouled off a bunch of pitches in a walk or something like that, I think, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that's tolerable. But if you're going 0 for 5 with no contact, it's a little bit troubling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really see any of those long at bats that you want to see out of those guys. So, I know that's a big thing of yours. I know you brought that up uh, to me personally, and the more and more we have Chase on the show, you'll hear about that. He loves to see when batters take pitches, work counts, and that just shows you that they have a good eye, that they've got good plate discipline, and those are the type of players that the Angels want. So that's a thing that if you want to make it to the majors and Chase is your guy to, to evaluate, that's what he wants. So. As far as the team's concerned, what do you think of triple uh, the the Salt Lake team compared to previous seasons where they haven't been good? Uh, well, you can't quite call them good this season either, considering they are seventeen and twenty one, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little rough. Um, they've been giving up a lot of runs, but this game they actually held them down pretty good, and that's mainly to our boy. I got to remember his name, Andrew Wants, I believe. That's how you say his last name. My name Andrew Wants. He had a really good game when I saw him. He pitched three innings, only gave up one hit, no walks, four strikeouts, and he has a two point seven nine ERA right now. Um, and I, I have his page pulled up right now. Um, in 2021, he has six games and uh, 19.1 innings pitched with 19 strikeouts and a 1.14 whip. So I'm really liking how he's looking. And he looked like he was missing bats and he wasn't nibbling in the strike zone. So, Well, that's the definite plus because uh, that's something that this team has done a lot we've gotten on the whole uh, angel squad for nibbling too much reason. Um, yeah so is he like a power pitcher or is he more finesse what, what, what type of pitcher is he oh geez he he's a lot at more accurate okay not quite finesse he doesn't have stuff that'll blow you away and he doesn't quite throw hard but he's like a zach granke type honestly oh okay that's a good comparison then you know mm-hmm. anything like that as long as he doesn't have his uh uh, you know, personality, we're good. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so you brought up before we started the show uh, uh, a major leaguer slash minor leaguer who's you know had a couple cough a uh, cup of teas up here, a cup of coffees, my bad, with the Angels. Uh, James Hoyt. <laughs> yes, James Hoyt. What the Hoyt was wrong with him when you saw him? He's just missing the strike zone. Uh, uh, plain and simple. Uh, when he had, he gave up the one and only run. Okay. That, that was the big part. 
and it was to Alex Dickerson, who's down on a rehab stint here. Oh, wow. So that alone is already saying, uh, you're not quite playing with the big guys. But also, he has 11.68 ERA in AAA, <sighs> which is quite rough. Which is very high. Very high. Yes. That <laughs> major league uh, movement. Yeah. But we've seen we've seen his stuff in Miami, which uh, he played for last year, and I believe he played pretty well in the playoffs. So maybe it'll come back. I, I can't vouch for it, but hopefully we see a turnaround for him. And he's another one of these guys that just he he has to um, he has to uh, find his groove because and, and one of these guys that Perry made a, a, took a flyer on. You know where you you know he's got the stuff, but can he put it together mentally? Can he mm-hmm. put it? Can he put it together in a game all at once? And I think we've seen some failures and some success. Now, real quick uh, on the on the hitting side of the team, is there anyone that stands out besides the two big names that did good? Oh, that did good. Um, Jack Mayfield. Okay. Just recently reacquired him from Seattle. Uh, he hit a frozen rope out in left center field for a home run. That ball, it was just tattooed, and you could tell off the bat it had some good pop. And he was making good contact the whole game through. Wow. It's it's weird that, that Seattle gave up on him so quick. I mean, they just re- reacquired him after we DFA'd him. And then, uh, obviously, Perry liked something in him to get him back. So, I mean, when he came up here, he wasn't too bad. So, I mean, he would be a good utility guy, but... Just where to put him on the major league roster is the other question. Don't have a spot for him. Exactly. So I think he's going to have to hunker down there. I, I, personally, a guy like him, I wouldn't seek him up till September. Maybe, you know, when they're able to bring up the extra guys, if he's still, you know, playing good for mm-hmm. you play. Um, anybody else that stood out to you, or that you think is, is someone that's not a major league ready, but you could see down the line maybe making a, a jump? I could see Matt Thice as a catcher coming up. If they really need him, I could see him coming up. Uh, He did have, uh, I believe, a walk in the game. Yeah, he had a pretty good eye throughout the game. The body language, I didn't quite like because he's more of like that Rendon type that you don't really like where he's a little bit more laid back and you you don't see that kind of fire in him. But he hit a home run that game. I was sitting at a weird angle, so it looked like it was going to be a foul ball. But off the bat, it just sounded different from every other ball in play from the game. So that that was a big plus for me. Uh, behind the plate, his defense, uh, he did miss a pop-up, but I didn't, I didn't see anything else. I think he threw out a guy at second. Okay. So, now, so yeah, he seems like a very run-of-the-mill catcher, but, like, should be good enough. Okay. And then as far as, uh, as, far as the uh, pitching goes, you, you brought up a pitcher already, and you talked about Hoyt, but on the roster itself, do you see anyone? Because uh, there's always Jaime and a few other guys. Do you see anyone else that's going to be that you figure would make a jump to make either a spot start or maybe help uh, in the uh, bullpen in case of an injury or something underperforming? Uh, yeah, I actually saw one to uh, one that day. He got the win for the game, and it was Quijada, Jose Quijada. Hmm. So he pitched extremely well. His line uh, for that night was two innings pitched, one walk. Three strikeouts and his ERA in AAA is 2.08. So he looked really good, though. He got he got that walk early and then he just pounded the zone the whole night and he just got guys out. Is he a righty or lefty? 
Lefty. He's that bigger guy, the lefty. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's been up a couple times. It just seems like we have so many lefties on this uh, on this uh, team and in the organization. I mean, and uh, just to think, a couple of years ago, we only had one in the bullpen. Exactly. That was, and that was, if you remember, Sochi years. Oh. Sochi was like, if you had one in the bullpen from the left side, you were lucky. And for the most part, the rotation. Sometimes he would have one or two lefties in the rotation, but yeah, I mean, you did not have anyone out of bullpen. You didn't have a long reliever that could be a lefty. This team has got a, a gang of lefties <laughs> and a bunch more coming up. Um, do you believe Reed Detmers is going to make a Triple A start, or do you think that at the Angels' disposal they're just going to pull him up straight from Double A? You know, with the way that we saw Chris Rodriguez go down today, I think Detmers has a chance of coming straight up. Because if they think if they think that Chris Rodriguez will do fine down in Double A, and he was already in the majors, I think that they could do it the opposite way and bring him up. And uh, it's been said that the Triple A Triple A has been a very hitter friendly league, and that's not quite the place you want to build up a pitcher. So Double A is right the right place for those guys. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll see Reed Detmers later on this year. That'd be good because I didn't hear the same thing because I heard that you know you got a lot of veterans sometimes in AAA. Um, you you they think they think that uh, or they seem to think that AA, like you said, is is more of a a pitcher's type way to develop because you're facing the more hungrier hitters, mm-hmm. guys who haven't made it to AAA, and probably your future stars. So um, I guess the whole grow together aspect of it, but. Uh, but yeah, that was that was shocking. What are your thoughts on Chris Rodriguez going down? I know he's been shaky the last couple of opportunities, but did you think he was double A shaky to go back to? Uh, Chris Rodriguez has been shaky, and ever since he's came back, uh, he hasn't really looked like himself. I mean, we've seen how dominant he can be uh, when he's when he's good, but. You know he hasn't been he hasn't been locating a lot of his pitches and granted some of the calls have been a little iffy the last series but yeah I think I think a little stint down in Double A will help him uh, Double A Double A Triple A they'll bring him up either way like it doesn't really matter where he goes it's still games down there to get yourself right um, I'm thinking of it more as a get right stint that's all I don't think he's going to be staying down there too long though okay okay. And then uh, what do you think uh, going along with what happened with that uh, move in the first place? Quintana now coming back uh, supposedly healthy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with him. Yeah, they said they're going to use him in the bullpen. So I'm actually kind of excited to see that because he gave you a couple good innings and then he fell off the face of the earth after that. So, uh, yeah, he should be good for a kind of long, long relief role. Yeah. Okay, because because uh, now in that bullpen it gets uh, lefty crowded. You know, you got mm-hmm. Suarez, you got Quintana, and you got uh, Claudio. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that does work out. Because, what are your feelings? Because you know how high I am on him. Do you feel the same way, or do you think that Suarez is in the same spot or in a good spot? Do you, in regards to, do you think he would be pitching this good in the rotation, like sort of what Sandoval did? Or do you think Suarez's niche is right where it's at? Man, that's that's a hard call because uh, we've seen what he can do in the rotation, and it's not pretty. But <laughs> he has made an adjustment to that arm angle, and it seemed to give him a lot more depth on his uh, breaking stuff, which is what killed him in the past because he was throwing a lot of cement mixer sliders and stuff like that that would just hang over the plate and get crushed. 
but he's been good in the bullpen for what five innings sometimes and it's great stuff to see and i kind of like him in that role because you can put out a fire uh like he did in arizona where he pitched four innings after cobb gave up six and they ended up winning that game out of nowhere uh sorry diamondbacks fans that was quite brutal they really need a win right about now need a few at least boy they're yeah, but if if you're gonna bring Suarez into the rotation, who would you take down? Yeah, it's that's the only thing too, because I mean, that's why like when they mentioned the Quintana thing, I didn't see the follow up that they were gonna move into the bullpen. So like right away, I was hoping they don't just put him in there because you paid him more. Sandoval's been pitching his ass off, mm-hmm. and you see uh, um, Suarez. I don't know. I don't know who you can knock out of the rotation unless someone goes down with an injury because mm-hmm. Anning's got great stuff. You know, Otani's obviously Otani. Cobb's been pitching much better. Um, you know, these uh, these other guys like Heaney, who is up and down, he's actually been more up than down lately. So uh, it's mainly, mainly I can only think of one guy, and it's Bundy. You mm-hmm. know, if, if he can't get his act together soon, maybe you have two of your offseason – well. One offseason acquisition from 2020, and then one from 2019, both being guys that now are in the bullpen when they were supposed to be anchoring your rotation. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else to do with Suarez other than where he's at because he's one of these guys where, where like you said, you bring him into the game, he starts dominating. He maybe gives up just a hit, and that's about it. And he's finding the strike zone, not walking guys. You almost get mad when they pull him. It's like, dude. Leave mm-hmm. him in. Let him finish. <laughs> yeah, let him keep going. But here's an idea. What okay. about trading him? Trading him for some pieces. He, if he's been good, he might be good trade bait. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. So, man. I know how hungry we are for pitching, but, I mean, it could work out if you trade pitcher for pitcher. It just depends on who it's to. That's true. That is a good point. Um my thing, you know, our thing's always been on the Washington side. I'd like to make great partners <laughs> with them or Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, although I'd hate to, like you said, hate to see the Suarez go, but if you're getting a good pitcher, established pitcher, where there's no question marks and you know what you're going to get from him, at least, you know, due to his resume, yeah, I'd, ha- I'd have to throw it out there, man. I'd even have to throw out the Adele thing, which I'm not ready to give up on him. Even though you what you uh, the scouting report you gave on him, mm-hmm. I still think he could be something special. But I don't know if it's this year, you know. And, and by no means I'm saying Adele is bad. I'm just saying the one game that I saw him, he did not look good. <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah, but he's been crushing the ball the rest of the year. Well, yeah, but his average is what two fifty right now? Uh, two eighty. Two eighty. Okay, so he's got it up actually because. I remember the last time I checked on him, he was averaging about two to three strikeouts per game, mm-hmm. and his average had dipped down to about 249, 251, somewhere around there. Yeah. That's good. It's got it up to 280. But, I mean, realistically, um, what getting back to Adele one more time, what do you think – I mean, do you think his average needs to be over 300 before they even, you know, pick up the phone call or pick up the phone to call? No. Nah, no, I don't think it does. I think I see him as, like, a pure power type. If he can be like a judge type to where he doesn't make a whole lot of contact, but he gives you the occasional bomb or an extra base hit, I think that's valuable in a lineup because every lineup needs one of those guys that can clear bases. That's true. Um, I kind of look at it, though, in the way of uh, Upton. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Upton has the same kind of power, 
but it seems like his game completely changed when they put him on the leadoff spot because now you're using that power, but you're using it selectively. And mm -hmm. his batter's eye, for whatever reason, has gotten so good at, at that leadoff spot. I think that's the reason why they lost on Sunday because they didn't <laughs> have him in the lineup. You know, yeah. one of his hits or one of his walks could have been the difference. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you know, I, I hope that Adele can use that kind of plate discipline because I think he could be 10 times a player um, Upton is if he were to be just a little more disciplined up there. And like you said, Judge is a great reference. Judge does strike out a lot, but he also walks a lot too. Mm -hmm. So that's – Yeah, get that on-base percentage up. And I do have to add, Adele has been hitting in the leadoff spot, so – I mean, we're seeing what we can out of him, and he's getting all the at bats. He got five in that game, so. Okay, yeah, they're definitely auditioning him too. Uh -huh. Um, so, so what are you? What are your expectations of this team uh, turning out? Like, like how many guys do you think that they are going to use uh, or send up to the Angels? I know it's kind of a crazy question, but like, do you think that there's a few guys like, or, or you have a handpicked uh, number of guys you think they're they're going to? audition at some point at the big leagues um i don't think we've seen the last of jose rojas okay yeah he had he had a pretty good game uh he only had one official at bat because he got he walked three times Damn. Okay. his eye is getting a whole lot better and i didn't see him swinging at any of the pitches that were at his eyes okay see that's a, that's a plus that, yeah that's a big thing yeah he was doing that a whole lot uh up with the angels but yeah i'm seeing good things from him um his fielding's still there uh, he is batting 143, but I I do think that's just because he's only had a few a few at bats in the in the AAA because he just got sent down. But yeah, uh, him and Mayfield, I think they're gonna send up Mayfield at some point because somebody's got to get injured at some point, and he's the next guy up. So uh, who else? Probably Ben Boom at one point because you're gonna need a catcher at some point again too with an injury, something like that because somebody's bound to get hurt. That's true. Do you think they would call up Ben Boom faster than Thice? Yeah, Thice yeah. is still honing his craft at catcher. Okay. Uh, I don't know the contract status on Thice. Um, he probably has a couple more years of control, if mm -hmm. I'm mistaken. But some of these guys, you got to start figuring out. I mean, if these, if they're ready or not, because um, they put in some years already. We've seen them on the major league level. Some guys get it. Like, I know Stassi was one of those guys where I was just pissed off we got him because I'm like, dude, we're <laughs> trading a pretty good catcher, Maldonado, at the time mm -hmm. for a guy who just can't hit his weight. And, uh, you know, was a good defensive catcher. But, boy, um, if you would have told me Stassi's doing the stuff he's been doing, you know, uh, I wouldn't have believed you. I, I would have been like, dude, you're smoking crack. <laughs> uh, but he's he's definitely been, like, now a catcher that I know, like, because I looked into his contract status, and we actually have him for another year or two of control before he was Yeah, a couple years of arbitration. Yeah, and and I thought that's a, that's a steal. If he's hitting like this now, that's a steal, <laughs> you know. Um, what are your thoughts on Stassi? Can he – because a lot, of, a lot of people have been saying, we don't have a catcher, we don't have a catcher, we don't capture. Is he our answer, in your opinion? <laughs> Yes, yes. Way better than Kurt Suzuki. Whenever I see <laughs> Kurt Suzuki in the lineup, I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Just put Stassi in the lineup. He's good for a hit or two. Yeah. On the on the postgame so, show, someone said, uh, why why haven't uh, why does Otani have to have Suzuki as catcher? I said, well, they speak the same language. They get along pretty good. And then someone messaged, well, then send him a Rosetta Stone. Let Stassi learn. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, uh. 
But do you do you think he can be an everyday catcher? Oh yeah, it, given the right circumstance. I mean, the Angels don't quite have the right circumstance for him, considering that uh, Suzuki is Otani's personal catcher. Which I mean, I don't have a problem with because Otani has been lights out with Suzuki. Now, if Suzuki starts messing up games left and right again with like defensive mishaps like he has in the past, then I'll be a little more uh, apt to putting Stassi in that situation. Okay. Okay. And then I had another question for you, and this is like an organizational type question. It's a little difficult to judge, but just an opinionated type question I'm, I'm going to ask uh, for you here. Um, given everything that the Angels have gone through as an organization over the last few years, and then also the fact that new regime this year, we're still, you know, jury still out on Perry. It's a long-winded question, but just hang in there with me. <laughs> Do you think do you think that the Angels like much like the Boston Red Sox did uh, over a good offseason organizational wise and through free agency and trades? Do you think they can fix the majority of their problems and, and go into next year as a contender? They got a lot of money this offseason, so I, I'd say anything is possible. We haven't seen quite what Perry has been doing because he holds his cards close to his chest. But I, I think there's a good chance. I think there's a good chance that he makes the right moves this offseason. See, I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm. this is the first time in a long time I've been very optimistic, not only of the trade deadline coming up, but the offseason as well. Uh, I'm not calling this season by a long shot, but just the fact that, like you said, there's a lot of money on the table, and Perry seems to be like a no-nonsense type of guy, something that the Angels haven't had in a while. So I guess it's a little bit of optimism for next year because we've been, we've gone down this as Angels fans this road so many times of a promising off season and just nothing coming through. And, and uh, do you think in your mind it's it's going to take a three hundred million dollar pitcher, or do you think we can do more? Better? Man, that's that's a tough question because. <laughs> I mean, I like I like saving a lot of the money and just dispersing it equally yeah. to guys. But it, I mean, if you get the right guy and he's worth three hundred million, like if Rendon st- turns it around, he'll be worth it in my mind because I love his defense. It, it plays well there, but we haven't seen his old uh, twenty nineteen form or years, years like that. But yeah, if you find the right guy, I think you can shell out the money for him. Okay. Now I'll, I'll throw you, I'll throw you another curveball. Who is the right guy? Oh Jesus! I <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not the GM. <laughs> I don't know. I just put you on the spot of that one. My bad. Bro. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 hard to say. Yeah, I know. Uh, you okay? Well, let me go back on this one. Since we've seen a couple years in a pinstripe uniform, do you think the Angels throwing 300 million at him and getting him would have been worth it, judging by his numbers just with the Yankees? Ooh. I don't think they would have been competitors with him yet. Oh. I, the last couple years have been kind of meh on the offensive standpoint. And then they got Rendon, which has kind of been a shot in the arm to him. Like, last year, he really picked it up in the second half, and we just haven't seen enough offense left. Well, we've seen a lot of offense this year. But I, I don't know if he would have helped them enough to get him to the playoffs yet. I think we're more than one piece away. Okay. You need to fix the bullpen more. I got Okay, okay, okay. See, that's a uh, wow. Okay, it's a different thing because a lot, of, a lot of a lot of Angel fans would go the other way, but you know it does make sense um, mm-hmm. that if the the bullpen was in a better spot, even with the mediocre pitching at times this team's had, 
this team could have could be a few more games above 500. I mean, they're 36 and 36 right now, right? Yeah. I mean, they they could they could seriously be 42 and, and 30 right now with with just a few games saved. So hey, Todd, if they had a better bullpen, we wouldn't be saying Buttercup after every third game. <laughs> that, that's evidence enough. That's true. There wouldn't be no Buttercup, and then uh, you didn't see the the the, the shirt that uh, uh, ja, or Haas came out with. Yeah, it looks good with a blowpin. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, there would not be any of that stuff, man. So, uh, any other thoughts on the salt on the uh, trip up there to uh, see the Salt Lake Beef in, the, in your hometown? Well, I do have to tell my story of uh, my experience. I was sitting right up on the corner of the dugout, right at the end, uh, towards the outfield, and I'm right on the corner, right by where the first base coach box is. So I got five baseballs that day, right? I gave them out all to the kids behind me, right? Nice, nice. It's a great feeling, yeah? And then at the end of the game, the security guard lady that was, like, I was talking to her the whole time, she's like, hey, like, there was fireworks going off that night because it was Saturday night fireworks. They do that every Saturday. But she told me, hey, go to the other end of the, the dugout. We got a broken bat for you. And I'm like, oh, really? And that's where I got this puppy. That's All right. So it's Preston Palmero, broken bat, looks pretty damn good. And then another thing that I found interesting, look at the grip tape. Isn't that Joe Adele's? That looks like it. Yeah. That looks like a seven to me. Unless yeah. he was number seven down in uh, down in double A with the uh, Trash Pandas, because I believe he just got called up. And Palmero, if you guys don't already know, he's the first baseman for the Bees right now. Really skinny guy. Uh, he went one for two in our game uh, with two walks. He's batting 275. So, yeah, pretty cool stuff. I This is my first ever uh, bat I've gotten from a game. If you can see back there, I've got a bat rack that it goes on in my room. So, pretty cool stuff. Is it going to hold together? Because that's a pretty gnarly crack. Oh, no, it's it's pretty it's pretty held together already. And it's still got the pine tar on it, so i got to wash my hands. <laughs> Well, that's cool, though, man, because that'll be, what, your third bat? I think I see two on the rack back there. Uh, yeah, so this one right here, that's a Mike Tonus bat. It's brand new. Um, he lives in Sacramento. He only played, I think, one game in the majors ever. And then this one, the other one, it's wrapped in, like, barbed wire. Um, it's like an old, like, Little League bat that we wrapped in barbed wire. My brother used it as a uh, Negan cosplay for, like, uh, Christmas. Yeah, and it was <laughs> that. That's there for self defense if I need it. I guess. Yeah. Don't, don't, okay. Note to self: Don't go into Chase's room unannounced. <laughs> wow, dude. Cause, yeah, it's a, that's definitely a Negan bat, dude. I mean, that, yeah, that's, I, it's got blood on it too. Not real blood, but it's got blood. <laughs> cool, man. I won't. Ask, hey, no, I'm not gonna ask no question. <laughs> I do. That's on you guys. That's cool, man. Uh, that was a nice experience, and. Yeah, you know what? The kids are probably trying to call you Uncle Chase. I mean, we when you throw a ball to the the kids like that, that is a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. I had kids up. coming up to me after like the third or fourth ball, going like, "Hey, can I get the next one?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't give them out to everybody." So, I did my best though. But that's but that's cool. That's all in the experience. You can't get a ball every time, but if, when you do, though, it's like such a special feeling. Because when I was little and I got a ball. I ran up to my dad and was, I thought I was the king of the world. You know, it was like the best feeling ever. So 
you made some kids' day, so that was pretty cool, bro. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So, uh, any other thoughts on the on the bees or the major league squad? Uh, let's hope they're ready soon. We need the help in the bullpen, and I uh, just need help in general. We need to get this team to the playoffs. Yes, we do. And as of today, though, real quick, uh, one final thing I got: if Oakland lost today, we have two games now with the Giants. So we picked up what we're seven back right now, a full touchdown and an extra point. Mm-hmm. Um, Giants, Yankees, Rays. What what do you think they finish in those nine games? Oh, how many how many games is the Rays series? One of I don't know offhand, but one of them is a four game set. I, I so I'm thinking it's the Yankees because we had a four game already with Tampa. So of nine games, nine games. I'm saying we win six. Oh, six out of nine. See, I take that. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they're going to do decent against the Rays because the Rays have been hitting a pretty good skid right now. And from what I saw of them playing the Giants last time, I'm kind of hopeful for that series. I am too, although they faced Gossman and uh, that Dell something or other. I can't pronounce his name, but Mm. combined they're like 15 and 3. So (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a tough task, but I'm sure we can push across enough runs uh, when Shohei's pitching. I'm hoping, dude, because I, I'm no lie, dude. I am worried about that Giants series. Yeah. The Yankees, I, they don't look like the powerful Yankees of the past. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the Rays, like you said, have hit a skid lately. They just got swept by Seattle, I believe. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to those series. I think we're going to go toe-to-toe with them. It's just the Giants one. I'm like, man, we can't afford to have those errors. Because mm-hmm. you know, if we do, I think the Giants are going to take, uh, take advantage. They're they're just hitting on all cylinders right now. Mm-hmm. If you if you see the Angels give up a couple runs in that series, like it, it's going to be over. You got to keep it tight uh, as far as defense and pitching. And if the pitching's good, I know the offense will carry them because it's going to be close uh, close scoring games if they're going to win. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, good stuff, Chase. Um, let's not let's not make this uh, something that's only once in a life. Let's <laughs> a lot, dude, because. Uh, I want to get you on the show a lot, and the more and more comfortable you are, um, you know, obviously we have an extra spot now. So <laughs> if you want to jump in with uh, some major league talk, even, or or just be our Angels beat writer from up north uh, that could take care of the minors and and talk about the team itself, dude. I'm all for it if you are. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> okay, well I'm just putting the challenge out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. All right. <laughs> I was trying to get you to sign a contract uh, live here. or I don't have my agent with me, Todd. I can't talk about that. You know how I do. I have to flip my press a little bit. <laughs> All right. So uh, this has been an Angels uh, uh, podcast here on Halos in the Infield. And we thank you guys for listening or watching, tuning in. And this is my boy Chase. And I'm Todd Fox. I'm um, Chase. Uh, once again, oh, sorry, you put me on the spot again. I thought I was doing the outro too. <laughs> Do you want it? You want to take us out? Nah, nah, you got it. Okay, okay, just making sure. All right, but that's the little boy right there. Uh, we'll 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 holler at you again. See, you threw me off my game. So, take it easy, guys. All right.